Ever wonder how those stickers get onto books? How book covers are laminated or how books and CDs are repaired? Well, this is the handiwork of technical services staff and the dedicated community volunteers that report there. In today's episode, you'll meet Claudia and Ioni, who work in the library's technical services department. This is where new books are delivered and processed so that they're ready to be checked out by you. It's Christine, and I'll be your host for this episode of Voices from the Stacks. This is 2.2 of our mini-episode series during the coronavirus pandemic. In this series, we'll share our recommendations of books that you can check out online, and we'll also keep you updated on what we're up to while our doors are closed. So right now, while we're closed to the public, staff from the Circulation and Technology Departments have been working hard to scan hundreds of individual items, like our books, music CDs, and DVDs, to get a more accurate inventory of what's on our shelves. We are also still receiving some shipments from book vendors, but these books are going through a quarantine period. Just as we practice social distancing of six feet, we are practicing shipment distancing too, to help keep everyone safe in light of this pandemic. I spoke with Claudia to learn more about the quarantine period on books. Let's take a listen. I've been working in this library for quite a while, like 20 plus years. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of ancient, but not really. And I've worked as a page, and right now I work in technical services. So my job here is a technical services assistant. Since we are a kind of a back-end, back-of-the-house kind of uh, operation, uh, we do still have our regular stuff. Up until now, we've been getting deliveries and from um, all our vendors. And recently, they did stop because of the pandemic and how the virus can stay on certain items like boxes, paper, even the covers of the books. So I think the vendors have been very good in saying that they are taking precautions when they're doing our our materials. And what we do is when those deliveries come in, one of the things we do to protect our internal customers, which is you guys, uh, librarians, pages, everybody that touches the items, we're trying to uh, do like a quarantine period of 24 hours for those boxes that come in. So we put them in the hallway outside of our office and put the time and the date to, to wait for 24 hours. And then what I do is I put on gloves after those 24 hours and I, um, I clean off the boxes with Lysol wipes and open up the boxes. And I'm, I'm pretty careful at uh, managing that stuff. And we also ask that, li- that the librarians or whoever has shipments coming in will uh, follow the same kind of procedure just as a precaution. Because this is the first time we ever really had to close to the public like this normally public libraries are an open source and we usually try to stay open as much as we can to give services but this is a total different side of um, a kind of an emergency like this that we have to deal with since our shipments have slowed and we're trying to i think the whole library is trying to do a cleanup and doing projects and trying to 
maintain the library for the public when when we do reopen the library is gonna look good uh, <laughs> and our books will look good so what we're trying to do is learn more about this pandemic that we've never encountered and I've heard a lot of webcasts and uh, one by PLA which is public library uh, association and they had really good information on what people are doing and just trying to keep everybody safe uh, also the ALA magazine has a, a post out on how to handle materials that are coming in which was really helpful because this is really new for libraries public libraries I was really impressed and really heartened to hear how much we're trying to re even reach out to our patrons even throughout this pandemic so like story time like children's is really wonderful i think uh, as a parent myself <laughs> it's really it's really helpful At the end of last year, Tara, Hispanic Outreach Librarian and interviewer extraordinaire for this podcast, spoke with Ioni about her favorite books of the year. Hi there, this is Tara, and I'm here in the library today with Ioni. Hi, Ioni. Hello. And Ioni is a page here at the library. Can you tell us what you do here at the library as a page, Ioni? Sure. I am a technical services page. I specialize in processing magazines, repairing books, uh, receiving new material, and a host of other things. A lot of other things. And cataloging. And cataloging. A little bit of cataloging. Setting up for programs and yes, all that, that jazz. Yes, of course. <laughs> Um, Ioni, where are you from originally? West Palm Beach? I'm actually, yes, I was born here in West Palm Beach. I was actually born not even like two miles from the library at a Good Sam So you are a native. Yes. A rare breed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hadn't thought about it like that, but yes, a rare breed. That's That's very cool. Um, So how long have you been um, coming to the library? Oh my gosh. Um, Almost since I was born. This was definitely one of my favorite libraries. Um, and if it wasn't my first library, um, the, the, the City of Rivera Beach Library was my very first library. But since this library was located um, on the intercoastal, mm-hmm. those are some of my fondest memories of the rocking chairs overlooking the water, oh, I think on the second yeah. floor. Oh, yeah. And that's when I fell in love with the Mandel Public Library. But at the time, it was the West Palm Beach Public Library. That's right, yes. yeah. Yeah, those are good memories. <laughs> I, remember the, I remember the old library as well. Jacqueline Woodson has had an amazing year with her new release of um, Red at the Bone. Okay. And that came out, I don't know, summer, early summer, something like that. And I checked it out, large print. Okay. And enjoyed every minute of it. So so even in, in, in anticipation of that book being released, I actually picked up an old book of hers, which was actually a very small book. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, I think it was also slated for the teen section. Mm. And it's called The Dear One. Mm. And I really enjoyed that book. So both of them. 
Yeah. So that particular author really hit you this year. Yes. All right. Yes. Um, Ikigai, The Japanese Secret to a Long and Happy Life. Interesting. I really love that book. So that's nonfiction. Yes. Okay. I actually read a lot of nonfiction books. Okay. Um, I read... I think that may have been released this year. There was another one released this year by Oprah, uh, The Path Made Clear. Oprah? I believe, Oprah yeah. wrote it? Uh, it's, it's a Oprah compilation book. of her Super Soul Sunday interviews. Oh, oh that sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I'm kind of like a sucker for like certain quote books mm-hmm. or insight books. Mm-hmm. I like short chapter stuff, too. Interesting. Um, something that makes me feel accomplished when I mm-hmm. read. So, <clears throat> that book was really good. And there was another book. Oh, the art of the art of living simply. Oh, Simple. similar, similar to the other book. Yeah, similar about. to Iggy yeah. Guy. Um, so and it was kind of went on a theme this year. Yeah, yeah, but I think those are kind of the books that I would I generally like to read. Um, anything that can or will open me up to creativity or. Or, or insights mm-hmm. reminding me of what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to get into fiction, which is probably why I like Jacqueline Woodson. Um, a couple summers ago, I did a Toni Morrison summer mm-hmm. where I read maybe like three to four of her books. So I'm, I don't read that much fiction, but I am trying to stretch my wings. Did you like the Toni Morrison? Oh, I love Toni Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And we have a lot of the same reading tastes, actually. Ah. Ah. (laughs) Here's Ioni with a book recommendation that you can check out online today with your library card. In the world of how-to, knowing when is just as important. If you like the Netflix special 100 Humans, then you may also enjoy the book When by Daniel Pink. Have you ever thought about when is the best time to get married? The best time of day to work out? How about the best time to quit your job? If so, then this book is for you. Daniel Pink goes through the scientific secrets of perfect timing and how you can make time work best for you. When you do something, is just as important as how you do that thing. This is Ioni, a tech services page at the Mendel Public Library. Join me in listening to Win by Daniel Pink on Cloud Library, one of our many free digital resources. <laughs>